Welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. I'm Jace. And I'm Ree. Big uh, big couple of days for us, Ree. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. We are recording this on Wednesday the 2nd of June. It's June, right? God, this mm-hmm. is going bloody fast. Yes. Um, roughly 24 hours after I called Jace running around my lounge room and <laughs> screaming. Um, so I got a Twitter notification from a friend of mine. Yes. Um, just saying my name and holy shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right. So Uh-oh. someone's tagging me in like some, some My Chemical Romance news or something or someone found a hot picture of Waluigi. Awesome. I'm down. Um, I was just, <laughs> I was just finishing work for the day. I opened my phone. I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on. My friend had replied to someone else's tweet, um, about a pedestrian article <laughs> about new Aussie podcasts. And, um, we were in it. We have now had a little mini write up in pedestrian somehow. This is um this is a milestone that I didn't even know that we had on the milestone list, but now we can cross it off. We've we're on a list of six six new podcasts to listen to. Yeah. Aussie podcasts. And uh they said nice, lovely things about us. They did. And they said we were funny. That's lovely. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. So thanks to everyone over at Pedestrian. Um, yeah, we had no you. idea this was happening. Like no one, no one contacted no. us to say, "Hey, we're going to use you in this thing." It just happened. Uh, boom. Re and I usually communicate text textually yes. or uh, over Discord on recording or before recording or after recording or yeah. things like that. Yeah. So in the past, when I've had phone calls from Re. <laughs> It's been a crisis of sorts. Yeah. So I saw the phone call come up and I answered the call and the first thing I said was, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fir- then what the first thing Ree said to me was, we're in pedestrian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just, I just started yelling. Um, I started yeah. yelling. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I the thing. I thought Ree was like. <laughs> I really thought Ree was going to be like, oh, I've just taken all my medication. I love you. Goodbye. But no, it was, it was something completely dark. different. <laughs> Very dark. Well, no. look, I we're mean, honest. You wouldn't put we're it, honest on this wouldn't podcast. Wouldn't put it past me. Wouldn't bloody put it past me. Um, <laughs> also, I have anxiety. So that's yeah, exactly. Anyway. So <laughs> no, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, like you said, this isn't really a milestone that we had even thought about. Um, no, we didn't even consider this would happen. I mean, this is, is this our 17th or 18th episode? Uh, I believe this is our 17th. Holy shit. <laughs> so less than, less than 20 episodes and we're getting write-ups. Um, which That's is so exciting. Just insane to me because we are two amateurs. Um, yep. I record this podcast uh, on my bedroom floor. I'm sitting on my bedroom floor um, and it's just me, a microphone and a laptop. Jace has mm-hmm. some slightly more fancy audio equipment, but the reason it's that Jace has that laundry. is, yeah, it's, it's, it's in that laundry. And also it's your husband's, isn't it? Yes. It's Michael's stuff for his music and producey stuff. Yeah. So it's not mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it should be now. Has he had a write up in pedestrian? <laughs> no, he's not. He? So <laughs> I still need him to tell me how a lot of the stuff works though. So I shouldn't be too cocky. Yeah. Otherwise he'll be like, yeah. all right, figure out how to bounce your stuff on your own then. <laughs> I do love that because we are two total amateurs. We're just two, yep. two randos uh, that decided one day we wanted to yell into our microphones about bullshit for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> we don't like, even do I, this podcast dressed. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, no, I'm in my hoodie right now. I have pants on, but that's only because I went for a walk on my lunch break uh, to go to the chemist to get cold sore patches. Um <laughs> Glamorous life of a podcaster with a ride up in pedestrian. So glam, so glam. Stars, they're just like us. (laughs) (laughs) They get big, bloody, (laughs) ugly cold sores on their lips. Um, 
which I which I got because um before yesterday it had been a very extremely stressful week. Mm. Uh, so that was a nice little thing to have nice day before recording. Yeah, pick your spirits up, um, get us motivated to jump on the mics and talk some bullshit. So other than that, how have you been this week, Jace? Uh, good. Today I just, I slept a lot. I think everything's been catching up to me, waking mm. up and doing things that, you know, responsibilities, taking kids to appointments, going to birthday parties and just days in a row of having to get up and do things. And just this morning I sent the kids off to school and then fell back immediately asleep until like one o'clock. And then I had a little, another little nap before we started recording today. <laughs> so I think everything's caught up to me. I'm yeah. having a bit of a blah um, day today, just mentally. I think it's just, I'm just exhausted from life, general life. But yeah. other than that, I've been good. Yeah. Well, you do need to rest sometimes. I, I messaged you in the morning I'm not sure when probably I thought it was like a reasonable enough time um and yeah you replied to me in the afternoon like sorry I just woke up and I was just like honestly good I hope you had a big (laughs) bloody sleep in because you fucking deserve it (laughs) oh it's let me see what uh 8 50 you messaged me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then at like 3 30 or 4 o'clock or something I replied to you and yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah because I was just getting up for work um worked from home again today um pretty typical at this point though they do want me to start going back into the office a bit more so I'm gonna go in tomorrow with a big ugly cold sore patch on my face very (laughs) very sexy um but yeah I've had a stressful week with work yeah uh work has been without saying without saying too much it hasn't been amazing Mm. um and honestly that's something that I'm gonna be thinking about more now because we're getting attention (laughs) 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 what if my boss finds this podcast because I I work under my real name my real name isn't Ree um I've, I've mentioned my full name before on this podcast. Re is a nickname. Uh, it's what I prefer people to call me, but at work I go under my full name. Um, so they're not, they're not going to be Googling my nickname, I think. But if they do, <laughs> that could come up now. <laughs> yeah. So, I was thinking mm. <laughs> everyone that I've spoken about on this podcast, there's a, there's a much higher chance now of them finding out. Uh, yes. Apologies. Yes. To everyone that I've spoken about. <laughs> apologies to Beat Test Boy. Apologies to Macca's, Macca's Boy. boy. <laughs> um, apologies to most of my family. No apologies to my mum. I She was the first other person that I messaged after you. And I, was I like, also mom. make no apologies to my mum. <laughs> oh, well, your mum fucking sucks anyway. <laughs> um, I was like, Wendy oh my god and I sent her the link and she's like it won't load because she is still I believe in the northern territory living out of a van um so I took a screenshot and sent it to her as a picture and she just gushed she just gushed and she said she's very proud of both of us I wanted to save that to tell you on the pod that she's extremely proud of both of us and she also she also said something to me she's like I knew that you would be famous one day somehow and I'm <laughs> just didn't know what it's for just, it's it's just like oh I'm not shitting on pedestrian I'm not but it's like mum I'm not I'm not famous I'm not like, <laughs> come on Cal- she's calm so down, cute Wayne. she is it's very very cute um I think she made a bigger deal out of it than I did I was just like hey look at this <laughs> cool thing I did I'm really happy about it and she's just like oh my darling daughter you're so talented and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, fucking Jesus, when? Th- thanks, but oh, wow, okay. Thank you. But That's yeah, so nice. um, other, other than mum, no one in my family really knows what I get up to. Um, <laughs> no one at work really knows what I get up to outside of work. Um, so <laughs> I might need to start censoring some more things and Aww, see how we go. Boring. <laughs> Oh, I just mean like names and stuff. 
and maybe not talking about my current job. I could talk about my old jobs. <laughs> All right, let's do that then. Let's talk about old jobs. Mm. Let's yes. um yes. Let's talk about old jobs because we did say that we wanted to have a little chat about jobs. We've spoken about jobs before. Yeah. Um just in kind of bits and pieces. In passing. In passing, but I can't remember what brought this subject up. I think I think this might have been when we were on the phone yesterday. We were like, oh, let's tell drunk stories about work stuff. <laughs> like times that we've been drunk. This is a great one to lead in, um, like right after we get published somewhere. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. talk about times let's... I've been drunk at work things. Not at work, at work events. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to stress that. <laughs> at least me. I don't know about you. You you might have been drunk at work before. Your well, yes, longest okay. job was we'll a bit different, that. considering you literally <laughs> lived there. So you you could kind of be drunk there. It was your home, also. Yeah. But uh, yes, I was. You sound like you want to lead in with something. Uh, well, you mentioned me being drunk at work. I definitely have been drunk at work. Um, <laughs> I just want to preface this. For anyone who might be new and is starting this episode, uh, come to us from the pedestrian article. I have a substance abuse problem. I don't drink anymore. I have not drank since 2014. Uh, so what I'm about to tell you, these stories, is not me being like proud, I guess. <laughs> They're funny. Some of them are funny in hindsight. But I'm not telling them because I think it's something to be proud of. And I know, and if you're listening going, you've got a problem, you shouldn't be. Whatever, I know. I've dealt with it. I'm dealing with it every single day. Also, yeah, alcoholism runs in my family. And this was all before I kind of came to terms with all of that. And So that's my little uh, content warning <laughs> at the start. <laughs> I um I still drink. Um yeah. <laughs> we've we've spoken about this if you want to go back through the episodes. We've we had a big old chat about how um if you're not ready to quit, then you're not ready and you, you can't be forced and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. You've got to be ready. Yeah. Um some people are never ready, ready in your own time, blah 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 blah. So we have spoken about that. Mm -hmm. But Yes, I have been drunk at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, is this at the island job? The, this, the story I'll tell is from at the, is the island job. I have oh. drunk on the job before yeah. when I worked at Big W. Um, Whoa. Certain days. I know. <sighs> you were so young was when bad. you worked at Big W. Yeah, I was... From, I was from the ages of 15, 16, and 17, I think. Wow. I can't remember if I was – yeah, yeah, 15, 16, and 17, maybe early 18. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would get – put vodka in a Sprite bottle and just have it on my desk and drink that throughout the shift because I just felt like I couldn't get through it unless I had that crutch there to help me. Um which I didn't really see it as a problem because I was young and it's like, well, young people don't have problems with substance abuse. Like we're, we're parties. <laughs> we're just young. We just do yeah, what yeah. we want. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, but definitely looking back now, I'm like, Oh, that was, that's not, <laughs> that's not healthy. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't need, uh, you shouldn't be day drinking at work to try and get through the day. God, and no. No, yeah, so I, no. <laughs> had my little trusty Sprite bottle with vodka in there that I would have. Um, so that's, that's one instance of me drinking on the job, but that's not, there's no funny story to go <laughs> with that one. Uh, thankfully there's no tragic story to just go with it either. Just a sad teenager struggling, <laughs> just getting, just getting through the day yes. as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. But when I was 19, I, Got a job working at Club Med, Lindemann Island, Club Bed slash Club Head. <laughs> I was working at the kids club and looking after the kids and stuff. I was never, ever drunk or drinking when I had the kids. Yes. Um, I want to say that. <laughs> I at least knew enough to not do that. Like as soon as I knocked off though, I was straight at my box wine 
having a drink. Then I had a boyfriend at the time who would tell me he was a boyfriend on the island. Um, I think picture Big Brother. You know Big Brother, how it's just you get what you get in that room and in that house and you've got to make it work. And it's slim pickings and you're bored and emotions are heightened and you're trapped. <laughs> that's what it's like. That was, that's what it was like working on Lindemann Island at Club Met. Um, Very fun. Yeah, straight into it. Um, emotions heightened. So you really felt like you were in love with someone and it's, it was full on. So I was dating this chef. <laughs> Um, which worked for me because it meant that I got all the fresh food and stuff when I went down to the kitchens and it was pretty good. But uh, I digress. (laughs) (laughs) He said that I had a drinking problem. I got very, very upset with him. I got incredibly drunk and went up to him in the middle of the staff area and screamed at him. And I was like, how dare you call me an alcoholic? You fucking, you don't know me, blah, blah, blah. It's fucking over you piece of shit I was it was horrible um whoa yeah it was full on I, I made him cry he was crying <laughs> I shouldn't laugh I'm sorry but I do love to make men cry I'm sorry <laughs> I felt really so, bad but yeah, I mean I feel bad now I didn't at the time because I was fucking drunk but now I feel mm. really really horrible about it and mm. then I went to apologize to him in his bedroom in his like little room thing. All I remember is apologizing, saying, don't let me fall asleep here. And then waking up on the end of his bed, fully clothed, just having to do the walk of shame from the staff area back to my staff area because we were two separate staff. He was chef. So he was like, they they split the staff members up into those who interacted with the guests on the daily and those who were kind of behind the scenes. So I had to walk from one, the top of the Island down to the bottom uh, along And it was the worst walk of shame ever because I didn't, it wasn't a sexual walk of shame. It was horrible. No, you didn't even, you didn't even have any fun. No, it was awful. But yeah, so that's kind of where I was at on the island. My level of drinking. It was drunk. We were expected to drink basically. Yeah. Yeah. It It was was very much like an environment thing. Yeah. And we, we weren't allowed to buy drinks at the bar ourselves but we were encouraged to accept them from guests uh okay so yeah I can hear in your voice you're a bit like that sounds a bit sus and yuck and yes <laughs> yes it is sus yeah. and yuck. well also just I don't know how that would work like you should be like if there are resources on the island that you can spend money on I don't see why they wouldn't want you to do that because you're just putting money back into your own place of employment? I'm not sure quite. I think it's because they wanted this. It was a lot about employees making the guests satisfied. So like a lot of satisfaction, make, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the way that the drink system worked on the island was it was all inclusive. So all the food, all the alcohol was included in your price Mm. coming over. And so the guests, when they were quote unquote buying our drinks they were just getting free drinks and giving them to us but we weren't allowed to actually go out and drink so I think it was more like a social thing we had to be social with the guests and make the guests happy and a lot of us made the guests incredibly happy hence the nickname club bed um oh my god yeah (laughs) whoa Whoa. and holy shit because the place had that reputation the guests sort of expected it or or were hoping for it. So when they were getting the pretty girls, the guys were getting the pretty girls alcohol, they were like kind of hoping that, you know, they'll they'll grease us up and get us all oh, come back to my place kind of thing. It was a it was very much that kind of environment. It's Jesus. It's kind of setting the scene for what kind of thing was expected. So I was You n- <laughs> You've never told me to this extent before what was going on there. No, I don't really. Yeah, I don't. I kind of joke about it, but I don't go into depth about it a lot. Yeah, because that's the thing. When you've made jokes about club bed, I've been like, oh, because all the staff were all fucking each other, Mm. which they were from Mm -hmm. what I've also gathered. Yes. But holy shit, the guests as well. Wow. Yeah. So we were very much encouraged to keep the guests satisfied. Um, 
there was one instance where the bar had closed downstairs and it was me, a couple of other people and a couple of guests just sitting there chatting, drinking, smoking, all that kind of thing. And then this woman's husband comes down and he kind of looks at her and she's like, "Uh oh, I'm in trouble. But and she leaned over and touched me on the knee and she goes, but if I bring a woman back to the bedroom, back to the hotel room, then uh, I think I think he'd be able to let, let me get away with being out here for so long. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, uh. oh my God, what the fuck? What? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, Jesus. yeah, I got propositioned by and she was a parent of one of the kids that I was looking after during the day. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Jesus. So even if I was keen to go and have a threesome with this woman and her husband, which I wasn't um, because I was not attracted to mm. either of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do it with the parents of one of the kids that I was looking after. That's just like a whole weird, messy thing. And also because where are the kids? No one's looking after the kids. So they'd be in the room. Ew. Yeah. So oh, I was like, God. so I said to her, oh, <laughs> you know, no, thank you. I think I'm going to call it a night. And she was like, are you sure? I've got a suitcase filled with about eight or nine dildos up there. Ah! Who brings nine dildos anywhere? Why would you need nine? Well, I don't leave home without nine dildos minimum. (laughs) I could understand like a small selection. Like, yeah. I'd like, I'm going to say four max yeah. because like I, you can have like different shapes and sizes and like purposes. Yeah. But eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. Eight or nine. And they brought their children on this holiday. I mean, look, 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 look. I'm not a parent. <laughs> I can't speak for parents. I think that parents should be allowed to have like a healthy and fulfilling sex life while also, you know, being parents. Mm. But you're coming <laughs> on a holiday that you've brought mm-hmm. the kids on and you, you've brought the kids on this holiday and you've also brought eight dildos. Why? <laughs> Two kids, eight dildos. Make it make sense. Like, I'm... Oh, my God. Uh, it would kind of like, make they a little just, more sense. Were they sense. just going to use... Oh, were they just going to use those, like, all day? Like, when the kids <laughs> were in the kids' club? Like, whoa, we're just going to fuck all day. We had a uh, program called Sleepover Club where we would take the kids after dinner until midnight and then the parents could go and do whatever and go to the disco or be drinking or go to the parents' only, like the adults' only pool or whatever. But that was not that night. And if it was that night, I would have been working. So I would have been up in the sleepover club with the kids. But this was just a regular old night. The dad was sitting there in the room with the kids. um, And then he came down and sort of gave his wife the look and then she gave me the look and then propositioned me Holy shit. Uh, and then tried to sweeten the deal with a suitcase full of sex toys <laughs> <laughs> but I said no I'm very and proud of you I'm very proud of you because look thank you I was <laughs> I know what I'm like I might have crumbled I might have if I thought uh, they uh, were hot <laughs> I might have gone there they weren't well probably not then. they weren't I mean, we have very different That's, tastes, yeah. but I trust no, you on but this I, one. Yeah, they weren't. I trust you on this one. Holy fuck. Even thinking about your taste, they weren't. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for taking my taste into consideration. It's the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> would Bree do this? No, then I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I it's like, like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. Approach. <laughs> yeah. That's how you should approach most things in your life. It's like, well... Would redo this, and that's the thing. If you know I wouldn't do it, then that means yeah, it's too fucked up, way too fucked so up. So don't do it. <laughs> but the thing is, after I said no, she was very visibly and vocally disappointed, and then she left with her husband. He was pretty pissed as well, like annoyed. Not pissed as in drunk. She was mm. pissed as in drunk, but he was annoyed. And then, yeah, the next day or the day after, whenever it was, they were going home. They dropped by specifically into the kids club and they gave me $40 and they were like, I'm so sorry. We wanted to give you 50 or something, but we couldn't, we didn't have enough cash on us. Uh, Thank you so much for looking after our kid. Our kid loves you, blah, blah, blah. 
And and then they wrote a really nice email to the staff saying that I was incredible and, and accommodating and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, fuck, imagine what I would have got if I had slept Jace. with them. Jace, that was hush money. <laughs> that was hush money, Jace. That was, that was. $40 hush was, money. Here, we're going to. We're going to give you some cash and we're going to give you a really good recommendation <laughs> if you don't fucking tell anyone about this. And now you're telling everyone about it on your podcast, but you know, like 10 years ago, so who really cares? Yeah. Like, come on, 40 Yeah, that bucks. place doesn't exist but anymore. Anyway, I'm happy to spill all the Club Med secrets. It doesn't even exist. Club Med Lindemann Island secrets because yeah. it doesn't exist anymore. It's not real. So that, that exactly. was one exactly. of my experiences. Uh, Holy shit. The no- another one is on Bastille Day. Our boss was this really cool, uh, tall, buff, very dark black dude named Or maybe I shouldn't name him. Should I beep that out? Beep it out. (laughs) All right, I'll beep it out. Anyway, uh, he was like this cool French-Canadian guy. And all the the chiefs of the villages, they call them chiefs, um, the chef de village, he was – he had this massive big – house on the hill overlooking the whole island and it was like this fancy sort of million dollar home type situation and because he's french canadian he invited everyone over for bastille day and mm. my friend my friends and i got had pre-drinks in my room before we went up to his room and when we got up to his room we had more drinks and more drinks and more drinks and there was music and it was cool and people were playing ping pong and people were like dancing by the pool and he had his own private everything and before I knew it I was at that level of drunk where it just hits you like a wave and you go oh no oh yeah yeah oh no yeah yeah, <laughs> it's that that oh no yeah. stage where it switches it switches it's immediately just such from a being quick fun switch. fuck yeah no yeah yeah that uh didn't have time to slow oh, down no. it just hit me and I was standing in the kitchen and I was talking to someone some guy who was hitting on me and he was like oh. I was like I feel sick I can't have any more to drink and he was like no 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 have some more have another drink have another drink I was like no I really like I can't like I've I know for sure now that and they, when I'm saying when me back then was saying that I have had enough I cannot drink anymore you know that mm. I definitely had had enough yeah and he kept trying to ply me with more. And he's like, you know what fixes that? More alcohol. And I was like, I don't think so. No. Um, and it just hit me again, like that wave of nausea. And I was like, I'm going to puke. So I just turned and I puked into the closest receptacle that I could find, which was my boss's kitchen sink. Oh, yeah. Which would have been fine. However, he had all his dishes in Oh, there. no. Yes. Fuck. I puked in my boss's oh. kitchen sink all over his pots and his pans and his cutlery Fuck. and all of his stuff uh, that was drying in there because he just washed it. Oh, and it, it wasn't even dirty stuff. It was clean. Fucking. It wasn't dirty. It was clean Jesus. stuff. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, and the only thing that I could think to do was to grab a straw from somewhere, probably the guy who was hitting on me from his drink, and just poke the chunks down the sink yeah. hole. Yeah. So I was doing that. Uh, because logically. We've all done that before. <laughs> logically, what would you think to do? Turn on the tap. Wash it all down. I was not in a logical state of mind. No, you were drunk enough was... to puke in a sink. <laughs> <laughs> all I could think was you got to poke the chunks down. And so I was doing that. And gotta then I was the had this. And then I had this Cinderella moment of, uh-oh, I got to get out of here. So I bolted. Oh, no. I ran through the party, pushing people out of the way, stumbling down the stairs, running down the hill, going into my room. And then I fell asleep. I must have passed out. I say fell asleep, but I must have just passed out as soon as I got to bed because I woke up. Yeah. It was daytime. My my um, dorm room door was wide open and I was just, it was not good. And I was so embarrassed that I avoided him for a whole week. Mm. <laughs> People kept saying to me, oh, looking for you. Um, and I was like, oh, God, I can only imagine why. So I kept avoiding him. I would see him and then I'd duck away and I would hide. And oh, my God. For, it's very difficult to do when you're living on a small yeah. island <laughs> with someone 
one who I, is your oh big, my big, god, big I'm just imagining you diving behind bushes and shit. <laughs> it was pretty and behind, much like, that. And behind like palm trees. Yes, it was pretty much that. And oh then he God. cornered me at the bar one morning. I wasn't at the bar drinking. I was like walking past the bar and he cornered yeah. me and he was like, hello. And I was like, hi. <laughs> He's like, I can't exactly remember how the conversation went, but I ended up apologizing to him and him saying, it's okay, just maybe cut down on the drinking. And then I was so embarrassed that I ended up leaving <laughs> the island when my time was up and he was like are you sure I'd like you to stay because he was a really nice guy yeah he was like no no we'd really we want you to stay like don't leave because of that but I was just so embarrassed and over it and I was like I can't do this anymore (laughs) yeah yeah no totally so I left totally and that's my best story holy shit (laughs) I know and it's like how did I not with a straw very very I know. Oh. It's very evident to me now that I had a drinking problem, but mm. I was obviously not at the point in my life where I was happy to address it. Yeah. But I have now, and that will never happen again. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's safe Jesus. to invite you into my home. <laughs> yes. Your dishes are safe with me. Oh, good. They're not, they're not safe from me. Like, not vomit. <laughs> they just they just don't get washed nearly as often as they should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, beat that. Go. Oh, okay. I don't know if I can beat it. I don't know if I can beat it. I've, I've, I've been thinking. Not that alcoholism is a competition, but <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> well, I think I think for me it wasn't alcoholism so much as a lot of the places that I've worked in the past have been very liberal uh, with mm-hmm. the bar tab at work parties. Just oh. extremely, extremely bloody liberal. So um, I used to work for a childcare company. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had like, you know, centers all around, um, New South Wales and we didn't really have a big Christmas party. We had a big end of financial year party and I loved it because the bar tab was always ridiculous. Everyone always got really dressed up. They would rent out really nice venues. I was with this company for a few years. So I, I went to a couple of these. Now this would have been, I think my third third one it was my third one with Mm -hmm. this company it was my third one with this company it was my second one working with the center that I was working with at the time I worked with a couple different centers in this network and I don't wear heels I don't wear heels much at all you know this most people that know me know this not a heel person (laughs) even (laughs) even like boots with a bit of a heel. I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know, man. You're more of a platform kind of guy. I am a platform. Platform Doc Martens. They are my, like, standard shoe. However, I wanted to be a bit more cute this time. Like, I wanted to I wanted to just, like, be a little bit sexier. Because I might have had a crush mm. on nearly every single male employee at that center <laughs> that I worked with. <laughs> It wasn't yeah. just one. There was one that I had the biggest crush on that I thought something might actually happen with because he seemed to vibe with me, but I wasn't, mm. I didn't know for sure. Um, also to preface at the time, I was in a polyamorous relationship. So I did also have like a main boyfriend um, mm-hmm. and everyone was aware of this. Um, and like, it was fine. Uh, so I got, you know, I got really dressed up for this party. And I got so fucking blitzed. It was ridiculous. And I was also wearing these like kind of like strappy sandals with like a bit of a wedge heel, um, which Mm -hmm. doesn't sound too intimidating. But remember, I don't wear heels like ever. Not a heel person. So I'm already stumbling everywhere, even before I had started drinking. So the company had rented out this really nice place and it was like in Manly. So we had to get the ferry over there. From, like, uh-huh. Circular Key. Yeah. So to start with, it was already a fair way for me to go. Like, it was a fair way for me to go from home to get to this place. Is this when you were living in Blacktown? No, this is when I was living in... Um, I was living 
in Dremoyne at the time. Okay. So, yep. um, which is still pretty far now where I am because I'm in like the inner west near the city. Mm-hmm. Not quite as bad, but at the time I was living in Dremoyne, which is like, fuck, I don't, I, I don't even know where it is. Like, give you me a map. You can see I the city not... from Dremoyne, but you're not in the city. Not in the city. It's close to like Balmain. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Transport, public transport was shit. It was really bad. Um, so what happened was, um, we got on the ferry over there. We get to the venue. It's really nice. It's really fun. I get really drunk. I accidentally <laughs> laugh during someone's speech and everyone turns to look at our center. Aww. So I'm like, cool. All eyes on me. Love that. Mm. Um, that isn't, that isn't the, no, no, no. It was bad. That isn't the story though. That isn't what happened to me. But it's oh, what no. put me in a bad place because I was like, fuck. Oh, no. Like, everyone's like, oh, you, you, like, jokingly, you're like, oh, you embarrassed us there a little bit, Re. Oh, and I'm I like, I hate that. I'm like, oh, wonderful. Cool. Do you know what I'm going to do now? Embarrass drink. you more. Yep. Get ready. Exactly like me and that boyfriend who said that I drank too much. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll drink more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, fuck it. Whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I got phenomenally blitzed and the girls that worked at the center that I worked at were like, we should, they were like, oh, we're getting a bit tired. We're going to head off. And the boys are like, oh, we're going to go to a different place. Mm-hmm. So the girls managed to wrangle me into the Uber with them. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they were like, you've had enough. Let's all go home. Like, you know, we had a really good time. Like no one was like mad at me. So it was fine. Um, but while we're in the Uber, we have like a group text and the boys were in there being like, oh, we're going to this place. So I like pull my phone out and I'm like, where are you guys going? Where are you going? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll meet no. you there. I'll meet you there. Um, <laughs> oh, Ray. So I got out of this Uber in mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere. I did oh, not know where I was. Ray. Did not know where I was. And I ordered an Uber to where the guys were. <laughs> it gets worse oh. it gets worse I was stumbling I could not see oh fuck the car pulls up next to me yeah they roll down the window and they're like uber and I'm like oh thank god you're here <gasps> it was not my uber Ray! it was a random guy yeah 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 no. so I'm gonna put a trigger warning here no. for some extremely skeevy Sexual assault adjacent behavior. I hop into this Uber like a fucking idiot. And this this was when I was like rock bottom. This is when I was Mm -hmm. not doing well uh, in terms of my substance times. I'm doing a lot better now. I can drink socially and it's not a huge issue. And responsibly. That's where I am. Yeah, I can drink responsibly. Some people can't. That's fine. I might get to a point one day where I'm like, maybe I need to quit. That's mm-hmm. fine. But at the time I was really bad. Um, I am not blaming myself for what this man did. Mm-hmm. But also I'm mad at myself for putting myself in that position mm-hmm. and also just being a fucking idiot. I think everyone who's had that, who's been in those yeah. situations has, has some level of self-blame that we shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, I blamed myself for a lot. I got roofied at another work party Fuck. and I blamed myself for that. Oh, yeah, same hell. work, <laughs> same group of people. Jesus um, Christ. You can you can see why I'm not there anymore. I, I got the fuck out. Um, and so I hop into this car and I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, where are you going? And I told him. He's like, okay, we're driving. And he's driving the other way. He's driving the complete wrong direction. Oh my god. But I was I was blitzed. I was fucked. And mm-hmm. he starts putting his hand on my leg. No. And I look, I'll redact it. Um mm-hmm. basically he tried something and I was like, what the fuck? He blamed me because of how I was dressed. Oh. 
Uh, and I was like, see ya. I commando rolled out of that car. I got scratched up as hell. Whoa. Like I literally opened the door and rolled out and ran the other way. Um, Good for you. And I was like, fuck. I was like, fuck it. I'm not going back out after that. I'm going home. And by home, I meant to my boyfriend's house. Mm-hmm. So this is still like in the vicinity of like probably not too far from like Manly or something. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, I don't trust Ubers. Um, you know, it should have been myself. I didn't trust and just men in general. But like yeah. in my drunk brain, I was like, no, no more Ubers because I want to be sure that I will be safe. Oh, God. So I will walk. I walked to the closest like main road and I held a cab because oh I was God. like, look, cab, cab, you know, it's not some rando. It's, it's a cab, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I could like see the, the cab driver's number and all that. So if something happened again, God forbid, I'd be able to like get it sorted. I got a cab ride from Manly to where my boyfriend at the time lived, which was in Burwood. Which is not in, it's at the very edge of the inner west. It's starting to get into Western Sydney. (laughs) So. Oh my God. It cost me an ungodly amount of money. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was like, no, I need to be safe. I need to be safe. Wow. Um, It was pretty fucking ridiculous. But yeah. I don't blame you for that at all. And I know that in your heart, you know that that's not your fault. But also it's hard to shake the blame when you've been in that kind of situation, especially when Mm. the way that we are perceived is that we are women who um, are constantly being told, do this to avoid this. And if you do this, that invites this. So, of course, you've got some level of of blaming yourself. But what a piece of shit that guy was. I know. Oh, my God. I know, right? I know. Um, <laughs> uh, these days, I'm a lot safer. Um, yeah. Like, I'm way better at, like, I check my Ubers and shit before I get into them. Good. I check I check the license plate front and back. Um, I don't really know cars. Um, mm. But um, I think now, it, I don't know if they did at the time, but you can see, like, I think you can see what color mm. the car is. Yeah, they put the color. They put the now. color on the app. So for a dum dum who doesn't know anything about cars like me, it's like, well, I can look at the color, <laughs> and that's something. I don't know why it's seen as being silly or not being smart if you don't know what brand cars are, what makes and models cars right. are, because <laughs> there are so many fucking cars in the world, yeah. and why. I would say most people don't know car. I'm not going to sit brands. there and memorize every fucking car make and model. Like I've had, I've had. I've had enough in my head that I have to exactly. remember. Exactly. I've had friends come to pick me up from places being like, oh, I'm in the gray Nissan Pulsar or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck is it? What the fuck's a Nielsen Pulsar? Nissan Pulsar. Jesus. Nielsen. What the fuck's a Nielsen Pulsar? I don't know because it doesn't exist. Like, oh, I'm in the Commodore. What the fuck's a Commodore? I'm in the red Toyota Corolla. Like, <laughs> but I feel like most people only know the makes of cars that are their own or that they have owned in the past. Yes. And that's fine. Yeah, that they've owned or like someone close to them has owned. Like, let's say their family car growing up was a something. Normalize not knowing what the fuck a car Normalize is. not knowing cars. We're very passionate about this here on Do You Still Like Me? Why don't we only have one kind of car? I don't know. Everyone should have the same car. <laughs> Everyone should have the same car. Communism. Communism? It's communism. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets the same car. Communism. Karma. There we go. I said, I just, I just, <laughs> did Karl Marx exist in the Cars universe? <laughs> oh. Because we know that 9-11 happened in the Cars universe because there's airport security. Yeah. Which presumably means that all the other like world wars and shit yeah. has happened in the Cars universe. Which means there's also a George which Bush means, car. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh. Which means there was also two car towers. <laughs> which means that there's a car, My Chemical Romance. <gasps> there is you a car, My Chemical Romance. There must be. You brought it all the way the- back. When do I not? Mikey oh. Highway. Um- <laughs> Gerard Highway. 
<laughs> All right, remember the other the other ones. I don't names. know Come the on. other names. Remember I only the other know ones. The two. You only know Mikey and Gerard. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> name you a single. Oh, actually, I could probably name you about three or four Michael McRomance songs, but I could not name the members of the band. Yeah. even though I was, I've been yeah. within a meter yeah. of them, I cannot name anything about. I know, them. which I'm so mad I'm so about. Sorry. If it makes you feel <laughs> better, there was a, a very tall yeah. chain link fence separating us. So, yeah, does that make you feel better? That's no. Okay, I'm sorry. I could have still put my fingers through the fence. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Karl Marx, does he exist yeah. in? Karl Marx. Karl Marx. <laughs> Karl Marx in his car parks. Uh, a. Communist yeah. manifesto. Yep. All right. Sorry. That's not the topic. See, that was. Okay. Go. When you say communist, you just sound like an American saying communist. Yeah. I'm a communist. <laughs> we got to get all these, these commies. <laughs> Well, oh, I haven't seen a Usually I, I haven't seen a communist around here in fifty years. What was that? What was that accent? I am really good at accents, like, but I just never was... am when I'm in front of yeah. you. Go and give me no, one. Me I'll too. do one. Give me, give me something <laughs> to say, and I'll do it. Um, hello, my name is Jace Cordova, and you're listening to Do You Still Like Me? Howdy, my name's Jace Cordova. And you're listening to Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now you go. That sounded like a cartoon character. I am a cartoon character. <laughs> no, it's okay. You are. You are. Mine wouldn't be much better. I'm going to like, okay. Ah, uh, fuck. All I can do is like generic American slash like Californian. Because I grew up watching Sesame Street and I had an American accent until I, I was like five years old. My kids do that as well. <laughs> Must be a weird kid thing. I'm probably, yeah. I probably did it too. Okay, um, do... Right, give me something to say. Do Irish. No, I can't do an Irish accent. I thought you were just going to get me to do No, American. it's more I fun if we do ones you can't do. I can't do an Irish accent. My best friend is Irish. I don't want to piss them off. Uh, if they get offended by your Irish accent, then they're not a very good friend. <laughs> I don't want to piss off any of the Europeans. Why okay? not? Because I love Europe and I want oh, to go now there. Now that we've been in pedestrian, all of a sudden you don't want to piss off our listeners. <laughs> it's mostly you had no problem pissing them off before. It's mostly that I just don't want to piss off the Europeans because I love Europe. I want to go to Europe. Aussies are piss off. I don't. I love Europe. Care. I, just... I want to go to Europe and do an accent to their faces. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> Moirish. What the fuck? What's your friend's, what's your Irish friend's name? A toyn. <laughs> Sorry. No. Hi, a toyn. No. Okay. Fuck. I won't do the Irish accent. Oh. oh my God. I don't even know what that is. It's Irish. It's not Irish. Jeez. It's Irish. O- Irish. What's Irish? <laughs> Oi. Irish from fucking... Ireland. Oh from God. Ireland, it's Irish. Are there Irish cars <laughs> in the car universe? Yes, there's a there, there was be. a French car, wasn't there? there? Yes, yes. Horribly offensive stereotype. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. <laughs> so that means there's been wars in the cars universe. There's been car wars. You imagine all those cars. Go, oh my god! Car wars. Do you think? <laughs> da, that, da, 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 do you think that Star Wars exists in the cars universe, but it's called Car Wars, and they call it Car Wars? Yeah. <gasps> and then Car Trek. Oh, we're under something here. We are under something here. <sighs> we were talking about some wow. very heavy subjects, and the second that I mentioned, <laughs> fuck cars. We're just like, yeah, that's all we're going to talk about now is cars. <laughs> so cars and planes, right? There's the planes, there's the cars, and they're in the same universe. Wasn't the planes one like a direct-to-video deal and it wasn't actually made yeah, by Pixar? Think... So is it canon? Is it canon? I think so. I th- I thought they were Pixar. No, I think the planes well, one the wasn't same... made by Pixar. It was just made oh. by like another Disney animation. Oh, no, they were. Yeah. But but, it fi- but it's so similar. If planes exist in the Cars universe, does that mean that the plane that flew into the the 
the two car towers <gasps> was sentient. Is, it's, it was sentient. So it was essentially a suicide. Oh, my God. A suicide bomber. Oh, my God. I mean, to be fair, the, the plane that flew into the two towers in the real universe probably also contained people that were like, yes, it, this is a suicide mission. But but it's weirder that it's a sentient It's plane. weirder that it's a sentient oh, plane. Right, that's, <laughs> I know that's like disrespectful, but it is very much weirder that it's a sentient right? plane. Right. Right? Like, I can't, I can't, oh, I feel. Who built the cars? Themselves. In the car. They fuck each other. But then. They've got to fuck each other, right? Like, come on. So how did the first car be? How did the first person? Okay. Is it. They evolved. Is it creationism? (laughs) Or evolutionism in in the cars universe? So does that mean that the cars equivalent of, like, monkeys is, like, golf carts? (laughs) That's just, okay. Look, oh that's just what I was thinking. Okay, like they had to. If we're going with, they are the same as the real universe, except that they are cars. Cars must have evolved from something, like you know, we evolved from. But are there humans? Are there humans in the cars universe at all? I don't think so. I think it's just or vehicles. Is it just cars. I think it's just cars. So, what we're saying but is, then, but then why are planes also equivalent to humans? So if there are no humans in the Cars universe, right? Yeah. yeah. That means that the Cars universe isn't that old. I have seen a theory that it's like an apocalyptic future. That Cars is or we're in. Like Cars is. Like cars an apocalyptic an apoc- future. That like makes it's sense, like an alternate actually. future of humans. Of like where we are now. Like humans have died out. Like humans have died out and like technology has evolved to the point that Cars are sentient. So we made the technology, yeah. kind of set that ball rolling, and there's the whole talk with AI starting yeah. to take over us. So yeah, we exactly. made the cars. We died out. The cars remained, built themselves up maybe from, like, being abandoned. And Probably. then just, wow, just kept that's going, good. Kept going with society. Yeah. That's good. That makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. Because I know that it's set in the desert and all that kind of stuff, but it is it does have a very post-apocalyptic feel to it. So – this just loops back to what I was saying earlier. Fuck cars. Let's get rid of cars. Why do we yep. need so many of them? Why? We don't, we don't need so many cars. I don't understand why we need so many cars. <laughs> and why there's so many different kinds of cars. Too many different kinds. That's, you know there's what? So many, just look. That's eugenics, actually. That's kind of what Hitler was doing. Too many, <laughs> too many kinds of people. Let's get rid of them and just one kind of person. Uh, I'd like to retract our earlier statement. <laughs> Of uh, <laughs> only having one kind of car, this podcast does not support eugenics or genocide. Oh, but the cars aren't sentient yet. The cars aren't sentient yet. It would be eugenics if they were sentient. <laughs> it would be eugenics if you were doing it in the cars universe, but we're not. We're doing it so in the human universe. So that means where the cars aren't sentient. There is a car, Hitler. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> I feel like if there was a cars, like. 9-11 this has to have been you can a keep going Hitler. backward there's got to have been a car hitler which means there was a car lennon which means there was a car marx would you go back in time and uh press stop on the assembly line of the baby car hitler <laughs> of, the, of car hitler <laughs> or would you oh take that car and nurture it as your own and hope that it didn't <laughs> that just made me that just that just that just made me laugh so hard that the the cold sore patch ripped itself off my lip. So, ow. <laughs> You're hulking out of that cold yeah, sore patch. Yeah. Also, yeah, if I sound like slightly, like if my mouth sounds a bit weird or slurred this episode, that is why. I'm not drinking this episode. <laughs> I literally just have a, it's like a band-aid over my top lip. So I'm talking a bit weird. I can't like maneuver my mouth the way I usually would. It's not fun. Ew. Oh, fuck off. Um, would I would I kill baby car Hitler? Fuck, or would you take it and well, raise like, it in that you- and hope that it didn't turn into... Raise it as my own car baby. Yes. So well, I guess what I'm asking is, is it nature or nurture in the cars universe? Well, <laughs> I don't know about the cars universe. Make it up. I don't know about the cars universe. I, I mean, I feel like... I mean, I guess since they're machines. You could like reprogram? I think since they're machines, it might be nature. So I mm. might be able to reprogram. Because like, 
they all have different personalities though. It's very complicated. You're asking me hardcore ethical dilemmas and I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, but that's what makes it fun. <laughs> <laughs> what makes it fun is that you just get to sit there and just like I'm also an idiot. Up, You're the genius on the podcast. Oh, according to You're a the test genius. I took I'm when I was dickhead. seven. Yeah, but I've always been. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so do you think maybe that in the car line, in the car yard or mm. whatever you call it, what's the, the factory? In the factory, uh-huh. when baby car Hitler was made, was it humans making them back then? Um, Is this before the car apocalypse? I mean, I guess it would have to be wouldn't it it would have to be so maybe human hitler programmed car hitler (laughs) on the assembly line (laughs) and sent him out like that okay so what it does roll back around to is that i need to go kill human hitler but that's the thing okay jace oh yeah jace maybe you just stop human hitler from getting that job at the automotive factory if i kill human hitler (laughs) yes I'm not very good at history, but I know that, like, World War shit does kind of lead to, like, modern terrorism shit. Mm-hmm. I kill, if I kill Hitler, that means that 9-11 won't yes. happen. Okay. Which. And? Which, which means, which means. <laughs> which, which means. Mm-hmm. Which means no Michael Romance. So. <laughs> oh, God. So you would let Hitler live just because you want to listen to your little emo band. Okay, but also, I don't really... how many people died. But also, I don't really (laughs) believe in going back and changing the past anyway. Because that could have, like, grave consequences on our way of life now. It's not like me going back and changing that thing is means that I can come back to my life now and everything will be pretty much the same except there was never Hitler. Things would be completely different. I might not even exist. I might not even exist. If I go back in time and kill Hitler, I might not exist because my parents might never get together. So I say don't change anything. I think that this, the question, would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler, was yeah. a lot more of a poignant question in just after the war probably was <laughs> was probably the only time you could ask that question and then yeah. be like, yeah, I would absolutely. Um, because it was immediate, yeah. uh, like pretty much immediate after that. We are too go far back, gone from World it, War Two. We definitely are. Everything would be completely fucking different. And I yep. think that if I came back to a world where I had done that, I wouldn't be able to necessarily adapt and live. I might not even exist. No like way. It would be so, so different. It would It'd be, be like um, in Back to the Future. You yeah. just start fading away from everyone's yeah. memories. Now, would I go back in time and kill baby Scott Morrison possibly mm, for legal purposes i wouldn't because would i be would i go back in time and prevent the first person from contracting the coronavirus maybe like that's a lot more maybe. recent that's but something also, where the effects are far less like long term because we're still in the yeah. time of it happening but also i don't know if this podcast would have happened if covid hadn't happened because you're so busy all the time and i think we started this at a time when it was a lot easier for us to start. I bought this microphone with my super that I withdrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You would, you're not allowed to go back in time and stop the first person from contracting COVID. So basically, well, the conclusion we've come to is don't send Ree back in time. Just don't. Ree's going to no. stay here. No, thank no. you. No. See, that's it. I would not go back in time and kill baby Hitler because A, I don't, I don't think I could kill a baby. Mm. Um... I could. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't think I could uh, kill a baby not having uh, postpartum depression or anything like that. So yeah, if if I had postpartum depression, I possibly could because I wouldn't rule that out because it's a thing that happens. Yeah. But uh, adult Hitler, I might give it a crack if I found myself there and maybe if I was faced with like immediate danger. Yeah. Do you think you do you think you would be capable of killing someone if other than immediate self defense yes. or to protect a friend or family member? Yes. 
How would you do it? Uh, knife. Stabby. Probs. Stabby stab? Stabby stabby. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried that I answered so quickly. People are going to think I actually am a homicidal maniac. I'm not. Um... I'm not. Just got I a just, lot of time on your hands. I've just got a lot of time on my hands and apparently a lot of blood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, don't I could know. stab. I feel stab like, seems too... I feel like most people have the potential. It's just a question of what would push you far mm. enough. I for feel like I could beat that, someone to death. Oh, for sure I could do that. Give me a baseball bat. Whoa. Yeah, I could do that for sure. That's me, like... With video games, I hate the sh- point and shoot, the shooty p- video games where you have to be precise. Can't stand them. Yeah. But I like the games where you can just punch someone. Punchy. Just, bah, bah. Oh, I love yeah. to. Th- yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> just talking about a murderous tendencies on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hi, if you came from that pedestrian article, we are um, murderers. Hello. Please rate us five stars. <laughs> um. I mean, I feel like, yeah, with most people, most people, it would take a whole lot to push you to the point of that. Yeah. Um, but there are some people that, yeah, that have those, like, like desires and tendencies. Predispositions. And, yeah, and that's why we have serial killers. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I think that all people have the potential to do pretty much anything um yeah yeah like everyone has the potential to be a really really good wonderful like caring loving saintly person and everyone has the potential to go the complete opposite way it's very much just about like what you do with it and also the environment around you so like you know I most likely wasn't born with my mental illnesses they're yeah very much a product of my upbringing um you know, like there's probably some bits and pieces that are chemical dispositions, but s- uh, some of it is, you know, just the things that have happened to me. Um, so I had the potential to be, you know, a lot less mentally ill, but I also had the potential to be mm-hmm. a lot more mentally ill. It's just how my life has gone. I think I could do a crime of passion. Yeah. Not a planned out premeditated one. I think, yeah, Maybe. Maybe. A crime of passion just makes me think of, like, kissing, though. Just a crime of passion. Makes me think of passiona. <laughs> passion pop. <laughs> crime of passion pop. <laughs> I've done plenty of those. The, have you seen the price of passion pop these days? That's the real crime of passion hey, pop. That's why I stick to shitty seltzer with vodka in it. And I drink water. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out water. Thank you. Fuck yeah, water. This episode of Do You Still Like Me brought to you by water. It's everywhere. Drink some today. (laughs) That's good. Don't forget to use the promo code. (laughs) I mean, look, we we have some very small media attention on us now. There could be sponsors knocking at our door. There could be. Who knows? And they'll listen to this podcast and they'll be like, wow, I mean, these two have pretty good voices, but they also talk about murder a lot and 9-11. And car Hitler. And how drunk they both get. Well, look. Slash have gotten in the past. Oh, I don't know. It'd be a bit of a weird sort of uh, situation to be in if an alcohol company was like, hey, <laughs> we want to sponsor you because we heard all your drunk stories. <laughs> I'll be reading those ads. I would be reading them. And Jace, you can just sit there. Oh, thanks. Like, I'll read the um, well, I mean, the disclaimer. Do you want to read the, the, uh, the disclaimer? Yeah, you can read the disclaimer. <laughs> the following ad is about... <laughs> You'd be like, go into this website and order all this alcohol. And I'd be like, don't drink. It's bad. No, it's not bad. Please, please drink responsibly. And then I'm in the background like, no, nah, don't. Just get fucked. Wasted. Uh. Like, <laughs> oh my god no but please do drink responsibly we have spoken a lot about drinking in this yes. episode um we've had a couple of episodes where we've spoken about drinking a lot i think this is the second one where it's been like a main theme yeah. and look it's in it's in our past it's in your present as well but like the the <laughs> <laughs> the stories that we tell it's not quite as bad at yeah the, moment. the stories that we tell <laughs> yeah. um from our worst moments 
are behind us and they're not stories that we tell because we think it makes us look cool or even though throwing up in my boss's sink and poking it down with a straw and then running uh, is pretty freaking cool. Uh, No, it's not. That's the coolest thing you've ever done. Oh, God. (laughs) With a straw, Jace. A straw. A straw. At least use a fork. Come on. Use the fork, Luke. Thought we had a ban on Star Wars. No, just impressions and quotes. Just Star Wars impressions. We already we said that I'm I mean, allowed to do the quotes. I guess that wasn't an impression. Yes, it wasn't anyway. So re, yeah. Even though I just yes did a really <laughs> lazy quote, and even though I <laughs> threw up in my boss's sink and poked it down with a straw, and even though I got propositioned. <laughs> And turned it down, even though there were eight dildos involved. And even though I drank (laughs) alcohol while I was working at Big W, do you still like me? (laughs) Of course I fucking do. (laughs) I definitely still like you. I feel like the stuff that you have done. um, (laughs) Yes. Look, some of it is pretty bad. But the majority of it is nowhere near as bad as me. Um, Jace, uh, even though <laughs> I would not kill baby Hitler <laughs> so that my chemical romance could still happen. <laughs> and even though I admitted that if I was driven far enough, I could probably stab someone. <laughs> do you still like me? <laughs> well, I'm looking at that knife in your hand and, uh, <laughs> I feel that I have no choice but to say, yes, I do still like you. Good. Right answer. Please put the knife down. Please put it down. Free. Put it down. Put, yeah. put it down. Put the knife down. Yeah. Put it down. Yeah. <laughs>